Welcome to the number 10 podcast where we talk about the biggest moments in Major League Soccer in U.S. Soccer. I'm your host, Logan Agan. On today's episode, we're going to be going through the top 10 storylines from the past week in American Soccer. To start, Major League Soccer ended their 2020 season last week with the MLS Cup Final. The defending MLS Cup champions, Seattle Sounders, traveled to Ohio to take on Columbus Crew SC at Moffray Stadium. It is important to note that Columbus is set to move into a new stadium next summer. So while this won't be the last match played at Moffray, as the club is aiming to play a few games at the first soccer-specific stadium in the United States next season, it is surely going to be the last MLS Cup match that will be played there. Despite being without Darlington Nagby and Pedro Santos, who both tested positive for COVID-19, the crew dominated this match. But Seattle did not do themselves any favors. The Sounders were without a few of their typical starters for the start of the postseason due to injury and positive COVID cases. The players who took their place did well in the initial matches, so head coach Brian Schmenzer stuck with them. But their weaknesses began to be exposed as they continued in the Western Conference semifinals and finals. But Schmenzer decided to stick with the lineup he had been using for the start of the playoffs in the finals. In the 25th minute, the crew took the lead. Defender Harrison Offal served a ball to the far bar where it found Lucas Elorion, who one-touched it past Sounders goalkeeper Stefan Fry. Six minutes later, Columbus doubled their lead. Shane O'Neill miscleared a ball for Seattle, and it landed at the feet of Zellerion. And instead of shooting the ball, he made the extra pass to Derek Etienne Jr., who coolly finished it to the far post. It's important to note that Etienne came into the starting lineup in this match because Santos was ruled out. Columbus put the nail in the coffin in the 80th minute when Luis Diaz slotted a ball back to the top of the box to find Zellerion, who slammed it into the back of the net. Columbus ended the match defeating the Sounders 3-0 to earn their second MLS Cup in club history. With two goals and an assist, Zellerion was awarded the MLS Cup Final MVP. Crew head coach Caleb Porter became the third coach to win an MLS Cup with two different teams, joining Bruce Arena and Ziggy Schmidt. Additionally, homegrown midfielder Aiden Morris became the youngest person to ever start in an MLS Cup final. He also became the youngest player to register an assist in an MLS Cup final when he logged a secondary assist on the first goal. With the win, Columbus has qualified for the CONCACAF Champions League in 2021. But the 2020 CONCACAF Champions League is still going on. Back in March, the competition was suspended due to the pandemic, and at this point, there were still eight teams remaining. Well, finally, they've had the opportunity to resume this tournament. On Tuesday, it returned with every team headed to Exploria Stadium in Orlando, Florida. And of the four MLS teams remaining, three of the three teams came into this match being down from their opening leg. The Montreal Impact was down 2-1 against Olympia. They ended up winning 1-0 on Tuesday, but due to away goals, they failed to advance to the next round. NYCFC was already down 1-0 to Tigres. And on Tuesday, they lost 4-0, ending their Champions League run for the year. Atlanta United was in a 3-1 hole to try to dig themselves out of, and they ended up winning 1-0 on Wednesday, but they were still unable to advance. The only team that did not have a deficit was LAFC, who never got to play their opening leg against Cruz Azul before the pandemic hit. Their match was going to be a one-off, so whoever won this match would advance. They managed to advance to the semifinals thanks to goals from Carlos Vela and Quando Opoku to win 2-1. 
and they will they are set to face Club America on Saturday night. And it's important to note that no MLS team has ever won the CONCACAF Champions League. In other MLS news, Atlanta United announced the hiring of Gabriel Heinze as their third head coach. The Five Stripes let go of their previous head coach, Frank DeBoer, following their performance in MLS's back where they lost all three group stage games and did not register a single goal. The club had one of their, had their worst seasons since joining the league in 2017. As for Heinze, he played professionally at clubs such as PSG, Manchester United, and Real Madrid. As a defender, he made 404 appearances and scored 20 goals in his 18-year professional career. As for coaching, he was previously at Villas Sarsfield in Argentina and led them to qualify for two Sudamericas. He'll be inheriting a team that struggled with identity in 2020, as we already mentioned. In 2021, though, Heinze will get back Joseph Martinez, the club's all-time leading goal scorer, who missed, who missed all but one match in 2020 with a torn ACL. However, he will need to get his squad to provide opportunities for Martinez, which is something that they were unable to do at all in 2020. In 2021, we're going to see a new expansion team joining the league in Austin FC, and they're really starting to build their roster in preparation to start off in the spring. Prior to um, the end of the season, they had signed two players in Rodney Redes and DP Cecilio Dominguez, and these two players have been playing on loan in Paraguay. On Sunday, we saw a half-day transfer window, which was when the club really got an opportunity to start building their roster. They signed defender Ben Sweat from Inter-Miami, Midfielder Ulysses Segura from DC United, defender and U.S. international Nick Lima from San Jose, defender Julio Cascante from Portland, and forward John Gallagher from Atlanta United. On Tuesday, the club participated in the expansion draft. Austin got to pick five players that are currently with an MLS club under the following rules. The 10 teams that had players selected in the 2019 expansion draft with Inter-Miami and Nashville SC were exempt from this. The remaining clubs were allowed to protect 12 players. Homegrown players and Generation Adidas players were also automatically protected. During the draft, Austin can only select one player from each team. After a player has been selected, everyone else on that club is protected. During the draft, they selected the following. Danny Hooson from San Jose, Jared Stroud from the New York Red Bulls, goalkeeper Brady Scott from Nashville SC, Joe Corona from LA Galaxy, and Kamal Miller from Orlando City, who they immediately traded to Montreal. Since the draft, Austin has made one more deal with NYCFC for Alex Ring. Until the start of 2020, we're going to see a lot more moves from Austin FC as they look to start their inaugural season in the spring. Another big move that happened this past week was Georgi Mihailovic moved from the Chicago Fire to the Montreal Impact. He was transferred for up to $1 million in GAM if certain performance incentives are met. The fire will also retain 10% of any sell-on fee if he moves abroad. Mihailovic was signed as a homegrown player to the fire in 2017. The current 22-year-old has made 73 appearances and scored 7 goals for Chicago and has made 6 caps and scored 1 goal for the United States men's national team. After each club's seasons ended, they had to make different roster decisions based on their players, whether they were going to exercise options on players or they were going to work with players that were out of contract to sign them back on for another year. So 
Now that we're in the offseason, there are many ways for those players that are out of contract or had their options declined to re-enter the league. The first way to do it is free agency. And this is for any player who is 24 years old and has played in the MLS for a total of five years. These players can negotiate a contract with any club, including the current club that they're at. And some notable players that are going through this free agency process this year are Chris Wondolowski, Kevin Molino, and Bradley Wright Phillips. The next way to, to go about this is the re-entry draft. And this is for players who are at least 22 years old and have played one year in the league and are out of contract or had their options declined. There are two stages of, re, of the re-entry draft. The order for both stages starts with FC Cincinnati, who had the worst record in 2020 and will work up to Columbus Crew as MLS Cup champs and then end with Austin FC. Stage one took place on Thursday. Any player selected in this stage must have their options exercised or receive an offer from the club that selected them. Clubs are not allowed to select any players that they previously had on their roster in this set, in this stage. In this stage, Atlanta United picked up Andrew Gutman from FC Cincinnati, LAFC got Raheem Edwards from Minnesota United, and finally, Sporting Kansas City got Kendall McIntosh from the Red Bulls. And that's those are the only deals that got done in this stage. Stage 2 is set to take place on Tuesday. Any players selected in this stage must be given an offer within seven days of their pick. And clubs can pick up players that were previously on their roster last season, but only after every other club has had an opportunity to pick up that player. The final way that a club can pick up a player is the waiver process. This is for any player that does not meet the minimum requirement for the re-entry draft or free agency. The order of this is the same as the re-entry draft, and Ben Mines, formerly of the New York Red Bulls, was the only player picked up in this process, and he was selected by FC Cincinnati. On top of this in the offseason, we have the college super draft is set to take place on January 21st. This three-round draft process will, be, will allow clubs to select players who are college seniors, Generation Adidas players, and other college players that want to forego their rest of their eligibility. In past years, there are four rounds, but this year they're parsing it down to three. Austin FC gets the first pick in this as the expansion team, followed by FC Cincinnati, and then ending with the crew. The NWSL has an update on their draft that is set to take place on January 13th. There were a lot of concerns because of the NCAA having to move their fall season to the spring about what, would, what the draft would do with their eligibility. The NCAA ruled that players that decided to go through the draft will still be eligible to join their college teams for the spring season. And after that season's ends, they will be able to join the NWSL team that drafted them to start their professional careers. With 2020 coming to a close, a lot of players have been getting personal recognition for their play on the field. Weston McKinney was awarded the 2020 United States Men's National Team Player of the Year for his performances with the national team, Schalke, and now with Juventus. The Women's Player of the Year will be announced later today, probably by the time you're listening to this. Internationally, Canadian and Vancouver Whitecaps homegrown Alfonso Davies was recognized for the world's best 11 for his performances this year with Bayern Munich. He's the first North American ever to make this list. On the women's side, Megan Rapinoe and Tobin Heath were also given the nod. However, after hearing about receiving the reward, Rapinoe made a point to acknowledge the lack of coverage of women's sports, as she has not featured in a game since before the pandemic started in March.
A quick update on the Americans abroad. Weston McKinney nabbed an assist to Paulo Dybalo in their 3-1 victory over Genoa. Juventus is currently third in Serie A with only four points back from first. Tim Weah scored for Lille in their victory over Dijon FCO. Lille is currently at the top of the Ligue 1 table. Nicholas Giochini scored for Kion and Ligue 2 play on Friday. And Owen Odesoe made his Premier League debut and notched an assist for Wolves in their 2-1 win over Christian Pulisic in Chelsea. Serginho dashed to Barcelona and Yunus Musa of Valencia faced off against each other in La Liga. And this is the first time that two Americans have faced off in La Liga. The clubs battled to a 1-1 draw, and unfortunately, Musa was subbed off injured. And on the women's side, Alex Morgan scored for Tottenham Hotspur, and Sam Mewis scored for Manchester City. That is all for now. Thank you for joining me on the Number 10 Podcast. I'm your host, Logan Agan. Please be sure you like, subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. Till next time.